hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. For tonight's podcast episode, I have my good friend Charlie with me. So hello there, everybody. Hello. And tonight, we are actually paying tribute, paying tr- homage to Arnold Schwarzenegger and the many movies that he's done in his filmography. We did the same thing with Sylvester Stallone. We reviewed about, t- we were talking about this before we aired about 10 Stallone movies, and we're probably going to try and do at least 10 for Arnold if we can. So, for further ado, let's go on and get on with it. I'm going to go on ahead and let you talk about some of your favorite Arnold movies, and then after that, I'll go into mine and stuff. We'll just go back and forth a little bit. Well, I think the first one I want to talk about is like something I just watched recently is a movie that, that came out in the it's, um came out in the 80s, so you know what you're going to get. That's like early early Arnold, but I think the one I wanted to wa- talk about recently is I just watched this on HBO Max called Raw Deal. Um hmm. This is a really entertaining one. It's like the early eighties. It's um essentially he plays Kaminsky, and so he he was a former FBI guy or whatever until um until like the f the, the the one guy specifically screwed him over. So he's working as a kind of like a low town sheriff, and so uh, his buddy of his his son just got killed in the FBI. So this is kind of like a mob movie in a sense. Cause it's like, like dealing with the, uh, I think it's like uh, the mafia. Um, like, so there's a mob that killed, um, that killed a guy in witness protection and ended up killing this guy's, uh, his, his son. I think his name is, uh, so it's the film's tell story of an elderly and, and, and embedded, um, high ranking FBI chief, Harry uh, Shannon, who wants to get revenge against a mafia organization and sends a former FBI agent and now small time sheriff, Mark Kaminsky, to destroy the organization from the inside. This movie got critical bad reviews and it's failure box office, whatever, but this is a cult classic. This is 80s Arnold Arnold like had that one liner is like his wife is all pissed off because he lost the government job. So she's reduced that. So she's drinking and she's baking. And she has she wrote something on the cake. She chucks the cake and he just ducks out of the way and he goes, You, 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 you never drink and bake or whatever. What? <laughs> there's some great action sequences in it. Like he's got this um, funny one-liners. He's like, uh, Joseph P. Brennan, what's the P stand for? And then it's like, I'm not going to air. It's a pretty bad cuss word, (laughs) but it's like, that's what he tells the cop. What's the P stand for that? And then like, there's a lot of fight sequences he has in it, but what real, and then it's, uh, it's got the eighties feel. It's got the eighties look to it. It came out in 86. It was right after he did commando, Mm. which we'll talk about in a bit. Um, no, I'm actually, we're not talking about True Lies, we're talking about a movie called Raw Deal. Um, we'll talk about True Lies in a bit, but, um, but there's a point in it, it's like, um, and then, um, there's a lot of, uh, like, sax and jazz kind of, like, feel mm-hmm. to it, but the sequence, he, like, there's just a montage of him getting ready for war, he brought all these guns, so you see him reload, like, um, loading up his weapons, every single one that he has, and he's, like, he puts on a shotgun belt, and then, um, like and then he has a great like action sequence like you were just driving in a car and he's just shooting everybody while driving in the mine pit but like or the the coal pit or whatever but the big one is there's at least 10 to 15 guys in this bar and they find and he shows up it's arnold versus every single one of them and it's a fantastic shootout um it it's it, it, it's a it's it's just a great it's a great 80s movie um so i haven't yeah. seen that one to be honest with you, yeah, I believe on the it's on HBO Max right now. Hmm. Um, 
that's where I was able to watch it again. It, it's a great one. It's a, I mean, I, 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 if they put it in 4K or on Blu-ray, I'll buy it because it's a great Arnold movie. It's, I think it's got a cult classic following to it, but I know it's a very underrated Arnold movie, but it's it's got a lot of great action sequences in it. Okay. Uh, like I said, I'm going to have to check that one out. That was one that I haven't heard of before. So normally, normally I'm good with Arnold films. I, that's pretty much my biggest filmography, if you think about it, when it comes down mm -hmm. to action movies, aside from Sylvester Stallone movies. I've seen a lot of Arnold movies mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So that's going to be one that I'm going to wind up checking out on HBO Max probably tomorrow night after I get done reviewing the yeah. Friday the 13th remake with Paige. Yeah. So. Hey, if I can um, give you at least one to two you haven't seen, it'll be right up there with the the the, the, the Stallone movies. Because <laughs> exactly. there's at least two you haven't seen. Like, Cobra is definitely an 80s movie. It, it, that one is a great Stallone movie we have to review. And then the other one was Tango and Cash. Um, but uh, Raw Deal is a great Arnold movie. It's like 80s movie. It's It's got a couple, couple one-liners. And there's some pretty intense action sequences in it. There's like some... It's... It's an R-rated movie. I'm not Sugar Conan. It's R. <laughs> yeah, Conan was actually a pretty good movie. I remember, actually, I remember getting the VHS tape from my grandparents and everything. They had that, and that was, I don't think that was my first Arnold movie. I want to say maybe Kindergarten Cop was. It's mm -hmm. hard to tell which one was my first, although I liked Terminator 2. I could just go on and on about different ones that I think that are my first, but, but Twins is actually good, too. But... Conan the Barbarian is definitely ranks up there for me. Yeah, they dubbed his voice because of the fact that, you know, they weren't sure people were going to be sold on him, <clears throat> on his language and his dialect or anything like that become, because he's from Austria. And his very first film was Pumping Iron at that uh, time, though, too. So fresh off the boat, he gets a job. He winds up doing Pumping Iron. Then I believe, if I'm not mistaken, he also gets Conan a couple of years later or not too long after that. He gets Conan. And to me, I think Conan is the perfect balance with sci-fi fantasy and mixed in with a lot of action sequences and things like that. I remember vaguely on certain scenes, but it's just been so long since I've seen Conan. But Conan ranks up there for me as a classic Arnold action uh, fantasy type of film that I really enjoy watching from time to time. Yeah. First one's always the better one. The sequel is not great. They made that. No. They went from R to PG. Yeah, they should have kept it in the rated R wheelhouse. To be honest with you, because I think that's where they messed up at by making this character PG thirteen yeah. versus it being rated R. Yeah. Um. I mean, yeah. I mean, I was shocked when I found out the sequel was only P rated PG, not thirteen, <laughs> PG. And that's a big difference. Oh, right? yeah. Okay. Never mind then. Okay. I thought there was a PG-13 rating. My bad. I don't believe so. The first one was R, and I think the second one was PG. Let me look. I'll look it up. But... <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised, though, if that was PG because of the fact that I think a lot of kids were starting to get more into Conan after that. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't be surprised about that. Although there are Conan comic books, though, too. Yeah. Let me look it up. I mean, this is like he did these right, but I think it was like a difference of five years um, before he, like, when he did Pump and Iron to this, to Conan. Yeah, I remember whenever I was in Toys R Us and everything, I would see a bunch of Conan action figures, things like that. 
And I could definitely t see why they would actually probably make that a, uh, from a rated R to a PG to actually probably sell more toys and stuff yeah. like that whenever it comes down to Conan. But Conan the Barbarian is great. Um, I can't give that movie enough praise and everything as it is for an Arnold movie, for an old Arnie, Arnie movie, to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah, it was officially PG, which is oh, like, wow. well, yeah. I mean, and again, I think at, this is the these two were the first big ones he had in his career. Arnold did that was theatrically that he was in. Um, it was Conan and then Conan Destroyer because not many people knew him. So we get to the next movie right after that came out like the same year as Conan Destroyer. Um, do you want me to say this one or go? Ahead? You mentioned it. No, no, no. Go on ahead. Terminator. Yes. Very Terminators. Yeah, the, the Terminator movie was my favorite, to be honest with you, man, because of the fact that it reminded me of a horror film. If you think about it, the first one sets up mm -hmm. as like a horror film and with sci-fi elements into it. And there's just something horrifying about a Terminator coming down from the future to kill you because of the fact that it'll put the end to the machines and the machine wants to go on ahead and kill. Yeah. Um, kill you. That is just something threatening and something that is terribly horrifying. But what did you think of the very first Terminator film, though? I mean, I loved it. I mean, I, I, I love the theme song for the Terminator. Mm -hmm. um, quality, let's <laughs> just say... <laughs> Quality hasn't been great. I mean, like, first two were great. The third Terminator movie, I saw that in theaters. I enjoyed it for what it was. Salvation, I enjoyed it for what it was. I saw that in theaters. I think I've seen all, like, everyone, I've seen all of them except for the first two. I've seen all the Same. other Terminators in the theaters. Like, um, Genesis was, I'm just going to say it was shit. It was garbage, absolute piece of crap of a movie. Jai Courtney was terrible as Kyle Reese. And then the whole, all right, I'm playing spoiler here. They made John Connor bad in Genesis. They turned him evil. What the hell? Like that Schwarzenegger, again, was the only highlight of that movie. And Sarah Connor was terrible. Daenerys, sorry. Leave the acting for your counterpart because <laughs> Lena Headey played a better Sarah Connor in the Sarah Connor Chronicles. That was a fantastic TV show, and I think Fox did it dirty by canceling it and by leaving it on a fucking cliffhanger. Seriously, I'm pissed on that. I signed a petition to bring that show back because that show was awesome. Genesis sucked. Dark Fate, however, much improved over Genesis. Much improved because you brought the, the original OG back, and she was a badass in it. Yeah, I always like Linda Hamilton as uh, Sarah Connor. I also like the TV series as well. I also agree with you with that, with Genesis being the sucky one out of the franchise and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. With this last one that they had, for me, it, wa it wasn't as great as I wanted it to be, to be honest with you. Uh, I came out of it disappointed because, number one, uh, there's no background into why Arnold all of a sudden decides that he's going to stop killing or anything like that. Now, mm -hmm. if you watch the Terminator 2 extended edition, there's a part where he actually has to go up through his brain pretty much to get out that tracking device and also, too, to be able to upgrade himself to where he doesn't kill. And that's the only way to do that. Mm -hmm. So unless they show here's the thing. If people actually watched the extended cut and knew it might lead into this last movie, it would have actually made sense. Mm -hmm. Considering the fact that they didn't 
there was nothing there for anything to say, oh, he's not going to kill. That didn't make sense to some people, to me. And then John Connor getting killed on the beach, I was disappointed in that because of the fact everything that he tried to do to protect him in the second movie and everything winds up getting washed away on the beach and everything when he when the Terminator kills him. Yeah. So was, that's right. Those were the things I, that I had a problem with. I knew that was ha- going to happen. Like, cause I just, I was reading a lot, been following a lot, like reading up on him. Like, okay, Edward Furlong's in it only for a couple minutes. I'm like, okay. I knew, I knew exactly. It was still an intense way to open the movie. I thought it was intense. And I thought that was that. I mean, I mean, I love that they brought it back to the R rating. I love that. Lena Hamilton was fantastic in it. Like, I'll be back. Like just like just the nonchalant <laughs> badass that she was. I mean, she was fantastic in it. And then just her, just like he's like, all right. I or it's like saying, no, I'm not gonna like. He's like, I think his name was Carl or something. Because she, goes, yeah. I'm not, I'm not fucking calling you that. Or just just the nonchalant <laughs> no. ways. Just just like how like I said, I thought she was a badass, and I I kind of like the female Terminator, like the one that they had to protect the uh, the girl. I thought that was kind of a nice little. Um, a nice little gender reversal for it, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, do I think they're going to make another Terminator? No, I hope not. No. Because I think we've, I think, we, I think they've, it's overstated. It's welcome. I mean, I feel if, like it too, to be honest. Unless James Cameron is fully involved, not just as a producer, he's directing it and they're doing a different way with it. Sure. But I thought Terminator 2 is the best one. Out of yep. the franchise. I mean, Terminator 2 is fantastic. Um, Terminator 1 is great. Because, um, right. like, when I, I like, because years and years and years ago, my sister was watching. I never watched, like, I've seen bits and pieces. I didn't watch the full Terminator movie in its entirety. And when I, and then my dad's, like, telling me, like, wait a minute, you never saw the police station shootout? And I was like, no. And he was like, OMG. <laughs> and when I saw that, I was like, what? That was <laughs> brutal. He, he, that was brutal, but it's it's Arnold being Arnold, and then and this is his first big movie, and then and I loved when James like when James Karen did for the sequel. He's like, you know what, we're making Arnold good. And everybody's like, why? Because I think of that I think, but I think that's what it, I, I, and I liked how they did that. They made Arnold mm-hmm. kind of good because he's better as a good guy than he is. I mean, he can play bad guy, but as the, in the original Terminator, but. Right, and the original and, ter- I'm gonna be honest with you. He scared the hell out of me in the very first Terminator movie. I'm yeah, gonna be honest with you. Digging out his eye, like the, the stuff in his eye. Yeah, that's that, that. I mean, for the '80s, that was intense. But yeah. but the real selling point is like they got rid of in the later few movies. They got rid of the awesome theme song of the Terminator. Like like you know when you're watching a Terminator movie, when you hear that iconic like don't 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 like that is iconic. I mean, because if you don't have that, it kind of defeats the purpose of a Terminator right. movie. If you don't have that great theme, because it's a fantastic theme. I mean, I tried to get that as my ringtone. Me too. I tried doing the same thing too, man. I tried to get that as my ringtone. Um, yeah, um, I mean, if, if you're going to watch Terminator movies, watch the first three. And if you want to watch Salvation, it's, for what it was, it's entertaining. It's an interesting twist on it. Like I said, I enjoyed it for what it was. I mean, we got a great Kyle Reese and Anton Yelton. Um, and just like, like he was great in it. And I was really hoping to see more of him. Um, he, he died way too young, but he was great as Kyle Reese in this. And I thought there's, there's elements of it that were inter- pretty entertaining. I mean, you got common in there as a badass Cause when he's in movies, 
he's typecast as the badass or is some sort of, he's on the, either the good guys. That's like, that's like a resistance fighter or he's an assassin. It's either one of those two resistance fighter or assassin. Cause that seems to be a lot with commons been playing lately. And that's fine. Cause he can play pretty good assassin. He's played like I, John Wick too. Great assassin. Thought he was pretty cool and wanted. Um, and he, that, and I thought he was really good and run all night with Liam Neeson as the assassin truck tracking them down. So I mean, he can play some good action roles when they when when he gets them. So it's the like which I I kind of like because he can play he's typecast, but I don't care. He play if he's doing the job well, keep doing it. But then like I said, there's really four Terminator movies, and if you want to watch Dark Fate for what it is, there's some really good action sequences, and there's it's really intense, it's violent. Um, but uh, but yeah, I think we covered the Terminator movies, so we well, need to yeah. Well, there's one little small thing I want to mention, though, too, okay. about what I like about Linda Hamilton. Oh, yeah, go ahead. And the character arc of Linda Hamilton, real quick, is this. You have a woman in the first one who's really frail, who's innocent, who the Terminator's trying to take down so that way John Connor isn't born because he was the one who's going to be ending the machines, ending mm -hmm. the Terminators. And then in the second one, you have her telling people look, there's going to be a Terminator. There's going to be people that's going to kill me. There's going to be people that's going to come after me. She's just a total badass in the second one. She's no longer that frail person anymore. She's like Jamie Lee Curtis, amped up to 10. Because now she's no longer mm -hmm. afraid of the boogeyman. She's no longer afraid of this Terminator or anything. She's scared, maybe, but yeah. she's not one of those people that's going to run away. She's going to fight. Mm -hmm. And we saw that in the second Terminator movie, when mm -hmm. especially the whole entire office scene. Uh, on mm -hmm. Terminator 2 Judgment Day. And then also, too, T-1000 was terrifying in that movie mm -hmm. and things like that. And to me, the special effects still hold up today if you look at the Terminator 2 movie, mm -hmm. in my yeah. opinion, and everything. Because I've watched it no long, long, long ago, mm -hmm. and that movie still holds up for Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Yeah. But then you get into Terminator Dark Fate and everything, and... It's turned, she's all the way dialed in to that role now, to where she's just like, I did like the, here's the thing, I may not have been disappointed with the film, but I wasn't disappointed with Linda Car uh, Linda Hamilton's performance and everything. I thought she was really great still as John Connor's mother. She does a fantastic job in that film. Mm -hmm. But yeah, the first two films are always going to be the ones I'm going to go to. I'm not going to yeah. go uh, sit through all the other films anymore or anything mm -hmm. like that. To me, they go from a roller coaster ride and then they drop all the way down for me. Yeah. That's just my perspective of it. Yeah. I do appreciate the concept of some of the other films. It's just that it didn't hit the mark of the other two films for me. No. Um, but no, I like I think technically it's like throughout Terminator One, she kind of turned into the that. Um and it's funny because if Terminator if we're talking about horror movies, usually if you have sex in a horror movie, you're gonna die. When it was had sex and she didn't die. Kyle Reese did, but she did. <laughs> I'm sorry we spoiled that for you, but come on, Terminator One's been out for like years now. Like so, it's like about, you know, about 20, 30 years. Yeah, yeah, close enough. So, but yeah, and then the, I mean, she had the iconic line, "Your Terminator fucker," like when she like pressed the the conveyor belt on him. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was a bummer to see because Michael Biehn was fantastic as Kyle Reese. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I mean, he's great, and then he's like they, he appears on the extended version in a dream or whatever. But um. But yeah, she kind of turned into the badass from the set of that, 
And then that photo she got at the very end of the first one is the iconic photo throughout the rest of the movies. But when the first thing you see her in Terminator One, she's one arm, uh, she's doing a one arm pull up, and he goes, "Hi, doctor, how's the knee?" She broke, she stabbed me in the leg or whatever the other day, you know, there's, and then like this, the icon, like, yeah, it's like, you broke my arm. Yeah. There is a bunch of other human bones in the human body. Like pretty much like, like, I mean, she went from that to badass in Terminator 2. And like, just to how she's nonchalant, like, and like, she just cycles the weapon. Like she knows what's going on. Um, But yeah, I mean this, and then, I mean, it's because of the Terminator, Bill Paxton was act, like the late Bill Paxton. He was, you can't say anybody else has been that he's been killed by the Terminator, an alien, and I think, uh, yeah, Terminator, alien, and a predator. Yep. He's been killed by all three of those things. Not many actors can say that. So, but yeah, but I mean, um, and he was, he was one of the punk guys in the very first Terminator movie. Anybody didn't know he had like, purplish hair or whatever and he got he got stabbed by the terminator i actually forgot that was him a good call on that one yeah i actually forgot that was him um he might have gotten killed by another thing i don't remember but i know it was a terminator an alien and a predator um because he got killed by all three of those and that's like not many people can say that but no hamilton was like she is the og uh of like she's one of the like in the like in the uh, female hall of fame for female badasses right out there Ripley, um and probably various others I can't remember but mm-hmm. um but yeah so she, okay. yeah the the first two Terminators are the best and there's aspects of the third one I enjoyed like the 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 the, the chase sequence in the beginning with Arnold holding on to the uh like kind of like the the uh, the uh, ball and chain thing on the i think it was like a fire a fire engine he's getting swung into the buildings like for what it was that was pretty cool because that was my first r-rated movie i saw in theater well second <laughs> r-rated movie i saw in theaters first one i saw was the matrix reloaded that same year okay. <laughs> they both came out in 2003 i saw them both in theaters <laughs> so let's see here i want to talk about another film of arnold's that i really enjoy and everything and it's not the running man it's not anything like that but total recall is oh, one of my yes it's one of my favorite movies of arnold's it's original it was ahead of its time it was before the technology that we even have and everything and my mind just boggles at the fact that you know you have a futuristic movie where basically you can choose it's like a video game you get to choose where you want to go you get to choose the mission that you want to go on and you go and you know it to me this is a movie that has originality behind it this is a movie that has action in it drama he doesn't and here's the thing the thing i like about uh about his character about total recall about honest uh character quaid is this he doesn't know what's the difference between the reality or if he's in the in the system itself and you have, I think, Michelle Pfeiffer, I think. No, or Sharon Stone's in this one as his wife. Yeah. And I remember when he comes home, he goes, and he comes in there. He goes, I went to Total Recall. He goes, what do you mean? We had a talk. We weren't going to We weren't gonna do Total Recall. And so next thing you know, it, you find out that she's actually working for the villain. He knocks her out and everything. And then he goes out on the run and everything, trying to escape these people. But then there's also a tracking device in in his system, the way he pulls out that tracking device and everything, ooh, it, it makes, and especially that crunch sound. 
Yeah. Like, Ghetto Astomas was my favorite thing. Uh, but yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's there's it's this is when Paul Verhoeven was on a streak. He was on a streak with these movies. He's had um, Robocop, fantastic movie. I think we'll have to re- do a review for that. That's a great mm. movie. Then you had Total Recall. Then um, Starship Troopers. And the all three, the all the big common theme that all three of them have, yeah. Besides the R rating, blood quips, the blood quips in this this movie. <laughs> Paul Verhoeven ha- has a thing for violence, and the blood quips in this movie, OMG. <laughs> it it's, beats up Tarantino, to be honest with you. I but. mean, for early '90s, before Tarantino came out with it, before he started doing some violence, like there, the the blood quips in this one, it's like it's like I mean. You see guys' arms getting ripped to full off. Like, I mean, it's just, this is classic Arnold. Like, it's like, haha, you think this is Quaid? It is. Like, the technology, like, the stuff. I mean, it's like, and it's, and it's kind of thought-provoking, too, because you're like, is this real or is this not real? Because I think I was like, there was a rumor that I read. Fane had said there was an alternate ending to this movie where Quaid wakes up in recall and everything was a dream. Yeah, hey. that, that is an actual extended cut of the film mm. and everything. That is actually true. Oh, okay. But I'm glad they didn't go that route because Me I don't want to... Because, I mean, they, they tried doing that with the remake in the, or the reboot or whatever the one they did in 2012, which, for what it's worth, it's a pretty entertaining movie. Um, Like, I mean, for that is... I mean, I, I mean, I we mentioned it in our year in film for 2012. I mentioned it because I enjoyed it for what it was. Confer was great in it. I loved they had Keith Beckinsale play the uh, the uh, love interest. The, the, the not the love interest. Love interest. Keith Beckinsale played the uh, the villain role that the okay. Michael the Michael Ironside character played in this one. Um, um, I mean, like, um, I I think he he she played Lori, and Lori in this one is a minor role that is gets ends up getting shot in the head. Like, I mean, pretty early on, and like, at, like the whole considered a divorce, like this, that that line. But Lori is a big is the villain in the 2020, 2012 version, which is a really nice twist on it. Um, and I think they had Jessica Biel play um, the love interest. But Kate Beckinsale is a badass when when they give her roles. And her as the villain, the the main leader of trying to take down like a uh, leader of the. Oh no, I gotta look up these character names. Sorry, I don't want to butcher anything. <laughs> um. But yeah, so I mean, like, yeah, Total Recall is a fantastic movie. If you have not seen this movie, it's absolutely worth it. Um, it just had its uh, 30th anniversary. Um, oh yeah, it was Richter. I think uh, so. They changed it so Richter is really Laurie in the 2012 version. I think they had Richter as a minor role. Um, but uh, but Kate Beckinsale was she was the main antagonist in it. So it was her. Um taking on Colin Farrell, which was a, she was great in it. Um, let me see what we got. Um, yeah, there's no Richter in the 2012 version. They just have Matthias, but there's no, um, you have Harry is still in this one. Uh, Cohagen is still that. So there's some characters, but it's kind of like, kind of a little bit, it's, it is the same, but it's kind of different. But in terms of the two, the, tw- the, the Arnold one's the superior one, because I mean, the, the 2012 version doesn't have a creepy guy on the guy's back. Um, like, 
quit, get to the reactor. Like you, you don't have any of that. You don't have any of the blood quips. It's just the nineties version is the better one. And it's also got those one liners. Like I'll see you at the party Richter or, um, <laughs> that one or, um, um, screw you. After stabbing the, like stabbing the, the guy with the drill when he's drilling him, he says, screw you. Like, I mean, it's just, it's classic Orinwell, <laughs> but also get the potty or get your ass to Moss. Like this, there's, there's iconic lines. It's this, it's, it's so quotable, but it's so good. I'm like, and, or the disguise. Yeah. Um, I was going to get to that. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. You cover that one. Here's the thing. I don't remember the line. So you're going to help me out with the line on that one, mm-hmm. but the cosmetic makeup for that. And then him just taking off the disguise for the face. And it looks like a mannequin's head. And then, then all of a sudden, um, he throws it at them. It's a bomb. The mannequin's head is actually a bomb and everything, which I find really funny. And then also too, I actually like how they go into the hotel and everything and they need a certain card to actually get into the hotel and everything Mm -hmm. too. I liked how they made the rules of total recall and explaining the rules to us and explaining it into a sci-fi kind of way without trying to get too complicated. It's a simplistic story, which is something I appreciate because it could have been a lot more complicated than what it was. Mm -hmm. Then also too, we also have the uh, robotic Uber driver, taxi driver. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then too, where basically is an animatronic driving everybody. (laughs) But yeah. And then you also have uh, the bad guy tracking, um, tracking him all over the place and everything too here's the thing i don't remember the 2012 movie that well mm-hmm. so that's why i was getting cape big yeah. and so mixed up yeah and I, and here's the thing i tried getting into the 2012 version and i like colin farrell as an actor i have nothing against him at all it's just that when i was watching him play that role that arnold played i couldn't help but picture arnold doing it and seeing someone that doesn't have Arnold's build doing the things that Arnold was doing, mm-hmm. it just made me not be that into it like I wanted to be into it. But I do appreciate people that love that remake and everything, too. But just for me, that didn't work. But with this, also, too, I remember the actress that played the the alien with the three nipples, mm-hmm. the three breasts. And she told... I remember when she was trying to give advice to people or whoever it was. I forgot what it was. It was like a very old article back whenever they were going to do the remake. And they said, she actually said this. She advises people not to be casted for someone with with that kind of role because of Mm -hmm. the fact that it was disgraceful to women and for men to uh, depict them and everything to them so she was trying to hopefully not to have that character in a, in the remake yeah and everything um they kind of in the remake had that moment in there because it's like they briefly um there's some good action sequences and like cause i mean mm-hmm. i saw the 2012 version in theaters i went i gave it a shot because i looked entertaining and i was pleasantly entertained with it am i saying it's better than night than arnold one absolutely no. not like the arnold one is the superior one but for what it's worth the 2012 version had entertaining moments this was an entertaining action movie i wasn't bored at all with it was there is it pg-13 yeah 
Was it limit on there was no blood quips? No, there was no blood quips. There was none of that. There's no, not the iconic one-liners, but it didn't need that. And it tried to stand on its own. Um, it's entertaining. Like, I mean, I'm not denying that, but I think if we have to review it, we're reviewing the Arnold one because uh, Sean, like Sean, if you're listening to this, we, we're going to have to do that review soon for the total yeah. recall. Because I don't know if it's still on Netflix or not, but the, that one is great because I think it just had a 30th anniversary last uh, December whenever it came out. Because I, I got the 30th anniversary 4K for it because of co- I, don't, I didn't own it. So I'm like, of course I have to own it because it's it's a classic Arnold movie. It's got one-liners, Paul Verhoeven's blood clips before he went crazy, um, like all that good stuff. So the it, it, the Art Total Recall is a fantastic movie, definitely. And also too, I remember owning the NES video game for Total mm. Recall and everything too as a kid. So I definitely had the regular Nintendo uh, Total Recall video game, mm. which was a lot of fun back in the day. Yeah. But anyways, um, go ahead. Mention your next, the next one that you got. All right, the next list. one I want to talk about. Um, I'll mention this briefly because this was kind of like a Conan. He was in that movie Red Sonia, and I believe it was kind of. It's similar to Conan the Barbarian. He just plays another one that I think it's more uh, of a shared universe kind of deal. Yeah, it's Red- it's similar to that. Sorry, go ahead. No, it's okay. Um, I think Red Sonia is actually connected in with Conan mm-hmm. and everything. To be honest with you. Because I remember seeing Red Sonia comics, mm-hmm. and Conan would actually make appearances within the comic books of Red Sonia, mm-hmm. I believe, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. But yeah, so it's definitely a shared universe between mm-hmm. them. Yeah, I wanted to mention that because I think the star was Bridget Neeson, who I believe at the time was actually married to Stallone. Um mm. Because <laughs> um, yeah, she was married to Stallone. I think it was right around when they did Cobra, because she's in Cobra with Stallone. So it's kind of in the eighties. So she's got her, she got her taste of both Arnold and Stallone. But again, different movies. Yeah, different movies. One was more of a an R-rated fantasy in the realm of Conan. The other one was a serial killer like action movie. That's Cobra. Um, so it's it's a darker story, which is fantastic, by the way. So anyway, like I wanted to mention Red Sonia just because it's just it's it's that. But the next two, are like definitely '80s, like like Arnold, like at his finest. Um, first one is Commando. Um, Commando is just that was like that. I, I remember why, like that's got so quotable. It's great action. Like it's like Arnold taking on at least 80, 90 guys, and it's a, it, it's his version of Rambo. That's essentially what Com- Commando was, but it's just the iconic lines. Like, remember Sully? Like, he's like, "You're a funny guy, Sully. So I'm going to kill you last." And, and, and he's like, "Remember Sully? When I promised to kill you last?" It's like, "Hey, Sully, remember this is my bad arm. Remember Sully? When I promised to kill you last? Yeah, you did. I lied. Let's do a Sully. Let's go. Like, it's 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 like, come on, Bennett. Let's party. Like, just like this. It's 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 a classic. Get to the Get to the chopper. That's yeah. the next movie I'm going to discuss. That's uh, yeah. that's Predator. Um, I know, I know. I just got excited for <laughs> yeah. a minute. It's fine. Um, because and it's funny because the, his co-star in Predator, Bill Duke, was one of the bad guys that was in Commando. <laughs> um, he played one of the. Uh, I think he played a uh, Dutch. I think. Let me see. Let me see what character it is. It's been a while since I've seen Commando because Commando is a fantastic action movie. Let's see. Oh, he plays Cook, and it's funny. Oh, yeah, because it, it would have been funny if he played Dutch because that's Arnold's role in Predator, which we'll get to in a minute. But um, 
if they need to release Commando on like in 4K because I I didn't buy it because it's it's classic Arnold and it's Arnold taking on a ton of guys and he, ta- and he takes them out like he takes them out like like their butter as the like one shot it. pretty much pretty much and then, like he's like and then you go and then like kind of like the, the what the one pissant guard says you know what I'm like I like I'm cutting like 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 once I get my hands on uh, his daughter. I'm gonna cut her like warm. It's gonna be like gonna happen like warm butter. That's essentially what Arnold did to the entire squad. It's like it's he t- he has a great like he like the, the him stealing the gun sequence at the the department store. It was awesome. Like him getting all of these types of guns, and then yet you see some of the guns that he didn't bring with him. You see him using them <laughs> in the later sequence. Like I don't remember him taking that Desert Eagle. Yet he had it with him, and he got and he got arrested, and yet he had it with him. I was like, because he, he there's so many guns like he didn't get to use. He like he had this like giant cannon gun that they say they say don't move asshole or whatever. And it's like, oh man, like I kind of wanted to see him use some of these weapons, but it's funny because there's two versions of the movie. There's an ex- director's cut, which makes it a little bit more violent. It makes that sequence where he's in the little like the tool shed sequence a little more violent like it seems you see when he like takes the part off and he cuts the guy's trim of the guy's head off you see him cut a guy's arm off like you full on see it in the, the extended cut i was like oh okay you, yeah you see him cut an arm off like take a machete whoosh, like cut the arm off and this is for 80s this is pretty violent <laughs> but no it's it's classic arnold it's commando and that's a great arnold movie if like again all these movies are great but if you haven't seen Commando, that's 80s in a nutshell. Like you see him swing in the mall with the, when he's when he's like, he takes the uh, the the giant like uh, balloon. He swings on it like Tarzan. Is the one the girl the girl caught it. It's just it's great. <laughs> Let's see here. Um, I want to talk about. Oh, I'm not going to talk about Commando, John. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut in there. Um, here's the thing with Commando. I know of the scene. Okay. And everything, the iconic scene that you're talking about mm-hmm. with with the rockets and stuff like that, you know. Yeah. But I haven't either. That or I have a mental block on it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. maybe I saw it briefly in my childhood, but I don't remember it now. We but, should review that then. So yeah, I need a refresher on Commando. To be honest with you. Um. But let's see here. Well, we got we got to fill 10 movies, so of course, I think we're going to have to review it. <laughs> okay, sounds good to me. All right, I got two. Ran- yeah, I got two written down, so we're good. All right, uh, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off there. No, 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 you're good, man. You're good, seriously. Um, So I want to talk about when he starts doing family movies a little bit, because then he starts transition, trying to transition into Stallone, basically, back in the 90s. But also, I'm going to mention two movies real quick. I'm going to mention Twins. And then from Twins, I'm going to talk about Kindergarten Cop. That's okay. Okay, yeah, it's fine. Okay, so Twins is probably one of my favorite movies. It's got Danny DeVito in it. It's got Arnold Schwarzenegger in it. And basically, you know, Arnold finds out that he has a he has a brother. And so he goes over to Los Angeles to try and find his brother. And this is what makes me laugh. Because there's actually a picture of Stallone and Rambo 2. When he passes up the video store and he looks at the poster and he looks at uh, Stallone's arms, he's like, he, and then he looks at his, he goes, eh. 
and, and walks off. And I like that little nod to Stallone and everything, and that little beef raising that they had for who was the best action star during that time period. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I just like this story because of the fact that it's about a two brothers that didn't even know that they were brothers in the, to begin with. And then come to find out they were also basically part of a genetic program and everything too, where basically all the good material, all the stuff flowed into Arnold and then Dan DeVito is small. So mm -hmm. he got all the crap at the end of the deal and everything. And then I also like how Arnold is playing it off. Like, he's like I do not like violence. And Danny, Danny DeVito goes, well, you, you're so good at it, but I do not like it. And then uh, then all, there's also the Yakety Yak song on the airplane, and he's like, take out the paper and the trash. You don't get no spending cash. And then, of course, you know, when the girl comes into his hotel room and everything, that's whenever she goes, he goes, Yakety Yak, don't talk back. But yeah. <laughs> Horrible Arnold impressions. I'm not very good at it. No, that's okay. It sounds like a cringeworthy movie. I haven't seen Twins. You haven't? But... Oh my god. It is so good. <laughs> I, I just, I think for me, I just can't see Arnold in a comedy. That's the hard part. Um, there is one that's that came out later on, like recently, that I'll mention that's kind of a comedy, but it, it, but it's, it's a hysterical movie. But uh, that, but go ahead and um, continue on with your next one or Twins or whatever. Okay. But then on the other one for the 1990s movie, Kenny Garden Cop, I love that movie. So good. It's, Yes, that is so nostalgic for me, especially when the little girl goes up to him. He's an undercover cop who's trying to protect his other family. And so it was to be his underco other undercover cop gets sick. So now he has to be the role of the teacher instead of her. Mm -hmm. And I like how the little girl goes, Mr. Kimball, I need to go to the bathroom. There is no bathroom. <laughs> Put the cookie down. Like, put, it, yeah, that was in uh, Jingle All the Way. Put the cookie down. Oh, yeah. Or the same when the kids stealing the kids' luncheon. Are these your lunches? You're eating other people's lunches? Well, stop it. And, like, I mean, it's well, just, it. I mean, I don't consider that one as a kid movie because it's, or a family movie because it's not because it's got very that, but it's hysterical. Like, the opening, like, you say, well, it's like, hi, Cindy. I'm going to be around you a lot more now. Like, the, like he's trying to get, he's trying to track down the set, but his partner is the one that gets sick because she's eating, like, all these types of combination of food and she eats from the police station and she gets sick. And it's like, that's why you should never eat the police station food. But she gets sick. And then and he's like, how's your day? Oh, they're terrible. And the kids are like, um, and then it's funny that you mentioned kindergarten cop because a little while ago, I think it might have been last year, the kids had a Zoom call and it was yeah. the kids as adults. And and then so the moderator is like, oh, hold on. We got a guest. Arnold shows up and surprises the kids, the kids who are now adults. Like you can when you see the kids. Like when you see the adults, you can know which kid they played because they look so alike. But when Arnold shows, like, hi, kids, everybody was freaking out because nobody expected Arnold, which I thought was so cool. But the kids were hysterical. Like, yeah, um, yeah I mean, and then um, the partner was great, too, when she was not sick. I was like, oh, Harry, it's like it, it's 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 nice to recognize you without your, with, with all your clothes on. Like when he sees the uh, the fiance of the partner. Um, like when he sees her, he sees him for the first time, he's naked. Um, and he's like, Oh, it's nice to see you about with all your clothes on. Like, I mean, it's just like, right. it's just, yeah. 
I have a headache. Is it tumor? It's not a tumor. <laughs> Who's your daddy and what does he do? <laughs> yes. Or the iconic line, I'm like, you're not so tough about your car. When, when she just beat, she just whacks the old, the old lady with the baseball bat. You're not so tough about your car. <laughs> like, I mean, it's just, it's, 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 it's like, and how did it feel to beat up that guy? It felt great. I mean, how the, how the print, the, the head, the headmaster of the school kind of like it works. And she was like, how did it feel? It felt great. And she's like, good. Like she kind of turned, she was kind of like, on his side from now on because the guy he beats he was a in his he was a ball bag. He, he was yeah. he was and Arnold deserved to beat the shit out of him and and yeah. you know yeah, what I like about pop. this movie you know what yeah. I like about this movie too though yeah it covers child abuse it covers mm-hmm. a clunker dad that abuses his wife and not only abuses his wife but abuses his kid mm-hmm. and then the kid has to act like oh I accidentally fell down the basement stairs but you could, as a cop, you can tell that Arnold mm-hmm. is actually trying to piece this thing together. Because if you look in his eyes, he's like, okay, this guy is totally trying to BS me. Yeah. And everything. And yeah, I like that whole entire scene with the principal. He goes, so how did it feel to uh, punch the guy? It felt great. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, Kindergarten Cop, great movie. I haven't seen the sequel because apparently they need to make sequels ever. And he had Dolph Lundgren in it. Come on now. Like... <laughs> Leave this movie alone. Like it's fine the way it was. There's no freaking point for a sequel. It's like no. It's great as is. But I'm gonna let you get to your other your other Arnold movie that you want to talk about. Okay. Um, John Connor mentioned it earlier on. Um, it's like it's classic '80s. It's Predator. Um, I watched this not too long ago on 4K and my uh. Oh man, the quality still lives up. I mean, this movie is so it's it's '80s Arnold. It's a actioner mixed in with sci-fi, mixed in with a horror stuff. Because it, it's just, I mean, it's, it's the setup. It's like the team and the team squad, which, or ironically, the direct the um, I uh, I forgot. Let me see. I think because I know one of the guys that's a member of his team is a famous director that uh, that's worked with Arnold quite a few times. Let me look that up. But yeah. It's this predator is so iconic. It's like it's it, it introduces a the predator, and they made some not so great sequels. Um, it has so many it's great John, ones. The director that Shane you're looking Black. for, man, is uh, yeah, Shane Black. Shane Black, yeah, that's right, yeah, because I think he directed like the the latest Predator movie, which actually wasn't that bad. It was actually really entertaining. It was pretty funny. Actually, anyway, I I actually see John McTyron was the uh, director for it, but I think Jim yeah. Black did the remake for it, right? Yeah, or yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. He, yeah, he directed the remake one with uh, yeah. Boyd Holbrook and his team, like then Olivia Munn, that one that came out in 2018, which actually is pretty entertaining for what it is. It's entertaining. The the ragtag bunch is pretty funny. Thomas Jane and Keegan-Michael Key were great in it. So anyway, back to this one. This movie's great. I mean, at, at, of course, it, I mean... The iconic, it has the iconic quote and the iconic scene that turned people into like, dude, this is such the, this is the the epitome of macho miss, the Dylan, you son of a bitch line, with Carl Weathers, 
when the two of them go up and they handshake each other and you see the the, the, the both muscle definitions of both like Dylan, you son of a bitch. <laughs> like just seeing the comment section on there, like, oh my god, this turned me into a man. Like just the match the macho madness. And it's like and everybody's making funny jokes. They're like, man, if somebody saw this, they'd cr- they would be we crying like, what what do you mean this can't happen? And it's just the epitome of the two muscles of two of them is like done. It's like so what you uh the desk you like what you you lost your definition because you're you're uh you're you're fucking pencil pushing or whatever and it's just it sets out like a normal mission. They have to go in and 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 it has the great action sequence where they're taking out the 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 merc the the uh the the army group and Arnold's having the line to stick around like that line or like knock knock like it has it, it starts off as an action movie. And then it turns into a horror movie in, in a quick second, and that's that—that's how great this one was. And it's just you are one ugly motherfucker. Mm. Like the scene with the predator. I mean, this movie's pretty violent, especially it when Carl, Carl Weathers' arm gets chopped off, and he's trying to pick it up and shoot. Because <laughs> Carl Weathers, uh, he's not a great character in this one. He's a dick. He's a—he's a bureaucratic bullshit dick in this one, and he deserved to go out that way. But this movie gets. It, this can get violent, and and it does for an eighties for eighties. This is a pretty violent movie because there's a lot of intense violence, and it's like when the predator is killing, he's scalping its victims. Like it's it's brutal, but it's classic eighties Arnold, and it's got the one liners like like the, the one liners. Um, if it bleeds, we can kill it. Um, like it's just like, and then it's like you just all of them like have like great muscle definition. So this is like a manly movie. <laughs> Um, but it's, 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 it, I mean, it's, it's famous for its iconic Dylan, you son of a bitch line. I mean, I'm quoting, I quote it all the time cause it's funny, but it's just, I had to talk about it cause it's like, get to the chopper. Um, I mean, it's, it's just, it's a great Arnold movie. So we'll have to figure out some other ones to review, but it, it, it holds up. I wouldn't mind re- re- rewatching this one since it's been so long since I've seen this one. Yeah. To be honest with you and do like a revisit for me. Because, yeah. like I said, there's there's moments in this movie that I remember, and then there's movie moments that I don't remember. I remember the Dylan, Dylan, your son of a bitch line. Mm-hmm. I remember the that whole entire sequence. I remember the villain being a douchebag and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But I don't remember everything about that film because it's been so long. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't mind going back and do a refresher on it, to be honest yeah. with you. That was one that I feel like I need to go back and look at. Mm-hmm. Um, let me go down. I had some other ones too. Let me pull up the filmography again. If you have another one, go ahead and mention it until I get my stuff pulled up. So, as Brandy mentioned earlier, I love the movie True Lies. True Lies yeah. is probably one of my favorite movies. I mentioned Jimmy Lee Curtis earlier, so it's kind of like an Easter egg to what I was going to talk about. Mm-hmm. But you have two people that are totally, completely different. You have her husband, who is played by Arnold Schwarzenegger. And basically what winds up happening is this, he's a government spy. And then Jamie Lee Curtis is just like your average everyday housewife going to a nine to five job and everything working. And she was a little bit of excitement in her life. And then she winds up trying to have an affair with this guy who's posing as a government spy, taking credit for the work that um, Arnold Schwarzenegger did. But I love the comical aspect to it. 
mm-hmm. and everything. You have Tom Arnold. You have him as his as um, Arnold Schwarzenegger's partner. I felt like the chemistry between them two actually worked. Then, of course, you have the little girl. I forgot what her name was, but she was played in this one TV series called Dollhouse. She was also in The New Guy and everything as well. And, you know, I really have to say I love this movie. I'll watch this every single time it comes on TV. I also like the whole entire scene where with the horse, you know, where Arnold's riding the horse and then you have the guy on the motorcycle mm-hmm. and he's the, and then there's an iconic 90s scene where it's in this elevator, it's a see-through elevator, and it looks it kind of reminds you of Robocop. Because they had those kind of elevators where it's like it's see-through and it's going up several le- levels. Arnold goes into the elevator with the horse and everything. Yeah. And it's just total ridiculousness, but it's also ridiculousness with a lot of humor and also mm-hmm. too the it was there for a reason. I mean, it's another iconic James Cairn movie. I yeah. mean, and it's not a sequel. This is like an original idea, and then I think. Like they, this says movie is yet to be released on Blu-ray. It's only been this movie released. needs on Blu-ray to be honest. It needs with you. to. It's a great Arnold movie. It's got great action sequences. Like when there's action, it's intense. Like the bathroom sequence, him wearing the sunglasses so you can see behind him what's going on. Like that's a great sequence. The the whole I him on the him going ballistic on the uh him under the uh the the med the meds after they that is like well first I'm thinking about like um using that thing over there. I'm gonna kill that guard right there, and then, and then that, and then I'm, th- and then, and then I'm gonna use him as a human shield, and then or I'm gonna use you as a human shield. And I'm thinking about breaking your neck. You know my handcuffs? I picked them. And he goes, oh, and it, like the doctor's face just tells it, like, oh, like, or, and of course you have Cassandra from Wayne's World, Tia, uh, Tia, playing the villain. She was like, she was the girl. Was like there was, n- there was never us. You, uh, you psychopathic bitch. Like I mean, just I'm just playing right. that one. And Jamie Lee Curtis gets in the action. She's being the shit out of her. It's like, yeah, like when I the, here with the champagne bottles. But and it, this is this is a, a series action movie. But there's a lot of comedy mixed in with like the like the the, the, the goons in the uh, on the on the truck when while Arnold's on the uh, the Marines. Like, all right, Marines, time to kick ass. After they shoot the truck, you see the three guys. Like, oh, I'm gonna shoot. The, I'm gonna shoot the rocket launcher. Whoops! I shot my own guy out the out the side. Or um or and then and then the giant goose. Laying on top of the truck, while it's, and that this had the nuke in it, or or, or it's close, or something had some truck or whatever had the nuke, and the car falls and it blows up, and the guy's like, no, <laughs> like it's or Arnold's face is like, um, we're not gonna shoot, we're gonna not gonna blow up the nuke, and he goes, no, and he and then you see him look over Tom Tom Arnold, and he's like, but um, but Arnold just goes off like on all these, and then Jamie Curtis calls him, oh my god, I married Rambo, like it's. Just, <laughs> Like the sequence, also, he, just, he just drops the gun and this, and he just pulls out another gun and just shoots. And he's like, "Honey, next time, duck." Like it's just, he's in his element here, and it's and then like for the opening sequence where he's he, like a spy and he's having a sequence where he's skiing down. And, like, hey guys, it feels like James Bond. It does. <laughs> hey guys, can you move over to the right a little bit? And he just shoots. All right, let's go. I'm late. I'm like, I'm late. I'm late for dinner. Or <laughs> was just like this. this <laughs> it's like, and then of course the tango. Oh come on, guys! Not the tango. You got to be professionals out there. I mean, if I was out there, I'd be professional too. You know what? I'm tired of this in the van stuff. Next time, you guys are in the van, or and of course, when I mentioned Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton is hilarious. He's like, "You're gonna shoot me, right? You're gonna shoot me." And he shoots him. And he's like, 
and he's peeing himself. <laughs> Bill Paxton always got the worst of it whenever he came up to team ups with uh, Arnold. <laughs> the poor guy. <laughs> but especially the interrogation scene mm-hmm. and everything too. Because because what what have you have you guys slept together? No, I don't even love her. You're you're a used car salesman. Mm-hmm. And everything, but my other thing though too is this, and then finally he decides to get revenge on Timmy Lee Curtis for trying to have an fear with this guy. So he winds up recording somebody else's voice and yeah. everything, and want and makes her strip tease for him. Yeah. <laughs> no, not like that. Dance sexy. Okay. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> but then... it sounds like he's like a Latino or whatever. <laughs> This movie is just great, though, man. And then also, too, the violence that you were talking about. Remember how it actually ends where the terrorist is actually on the bottom of the rocket? Hanging yeah. on the rocket of the uh, yeah of the airplane, of the jet? Yeah. <laughs> he goes on and shoots him into a building. Yeah, goes right through the building and into the other house. He's like, you're fired. Like, you're I mean, just, it's just... You're fired. Um, yeah. And again, you mentioned that really a lot, an a young, very young Elijah Dushku. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it, it, it's just this movie is just so good. I mean, they like, they've been trying to make a sequel for this for years. Um, I don't Even know. Even a they, TV series too. They've been trying that. I don't know if that got canceled or not. I don't know. Like, if you're just gonna, do, I, I don't wait too long because I think we're already past the waiting too long portion but yeah at this point a yeah. guku kids could actually be his grandkids and now they're spies at this point yeah you know? i mean but, it's a great one so what do you have next for yours um i don't know if you've seen this one but this is uh came out in 96 this is before you had a, 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 a two movie streak of jingle all the way and batman and robin which i, I, mean, I like jingle all the way <laughs> i'm not gonna, i'm not like covering it. that um, you cover down. you cover the kid stuff because that's where your territory is. I'm covering the Ar- the Arnold hey. moments. <laughs> hey, I like the Arnold moments too. Yeah, I know. By the way, you're busting your balls. <laughs> We're busting my balls. Go ahead. Um. All right, my next one's a racer. Um. This came out '96. Um. This is a great Arnold one. It's it's like it's like he plays John Kruger. He's a U.S. Marshal. He's very good at erasing people's identities because he's like witness protection. Um. This is like it's not as cheesy as the other ones, but there's some great action sequences in this one. Like it's just, it's it, there's some comedy to it. Like w- with the guy that like he ends up help, needing to help out, like that. I mean, it has the iconic line, "You've just been arrested." Like, um, it, it, it's, it's it's I think it, it's it's one of his better underrated ones, but it's there's moments of Arnold going Arnold on this one, and it's great. I mean, he's at that. I mean. The sequence where he has the, the these dual like rail guns and these fiends are heavy. It looks really heavy. He's manhandling two of them at once, and it's like it's it's a great Arnold movie. It's got a lot of great action sequences in it. Like oh yeah, the iconic zoo sequence where he shoots the alligator and goes your luggage. Like I mean, it's just yeah. it's a great Arnold one. I think I remember saying that the Eraser was actually one of my favorite movies in '96 when we covered it. Uh, but you know, I also like the whole entire se- uh, scene in the airplane where he's practically yeah. jumping out of the airplane and everything, and having a very Arnold action moment yeah. in that. 
then I also like the technology of the gun, where basically mm -hmm. you can see the inside of the walls and then shoot yeah. the person. Yeah, that was really great. To be honest with you, yeah. I mean, this I love this. I, I, I like this movie a lot. Yeah, yeah. I didn't remember that because I think when I we first, it might have been a while because I know when I was talking about it, you're like, "Huh, I don't remember that one." Um, I mean, no, I think no, lot. that was Frenchy. I think I'm not mistaken. Okay. I don't know. That's fine. No worries. If no, no, not, cool. whatever. If we have to, we we can revisit this one. We still got like <laughs> five more ones to choose from. I mean, it's right. it's great. It's got a great action sequences in it. I mean, I remember having. I think this was my number two of 1996. Mm. Um, I mean, this is a great Arnold movie. It's 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 kind of underrated because there's a lot of great elements in it. Um, all right, what's the next one you wanted to talk about? I don't even want to talk about Jingle All the Way. No, I'm not going to talk about Jingle All the Way yet. Okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, go ahead. I like Last Action Hero though. Okay. Yeah. I remember in Boston whenever it came out and everything, and I remember going with my grandfather and my mom to go see this movie. And I like the idea and the concept that you get to go and be zapped into the movie theater, into a movie with your favorite uh, action hero and everything because of this Houdini ticket. Mm -hmm. And the mythology behind it, it was really cool. It was a really cool concept. It didn't get that great of a praise during that time. As a matter of fact, people said that was maybe one of his worst movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I mean, it's been a long time. I mean, I watched it not too long ago. I mean, it's entertaining. Um, like I said, I mean, I think I'm a little like I kind of like his. Uh, I think I they, like the other movie. I like the Running Man better. Um, personally, I mean, they, I've seen this one. It's been a long time since I've seen it. I mean, for PG thirteen rating, I think it's kind of limited. It's like it's making fun of his other movies. Right. And Arnold's probably great in it. And I think I believe it has the original Sonya Blade in it too, as yeah. his daughter, um, <laughs> or the one that played the love in, the teacher that Billy Madison had the hots for. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, I, it's been a while since I've seen this one. I mean, it's it's okay. I mean, there's elements in it, but I think it's just. I think they tried like they tried too many things in one movie, and I think that was what that that's that was the problem with it. You see, I like the fact that they tried poking fun of his own movies and everything. I felt like it was a spoof of his own stuff, but also too, they made fun of Hollywood in a sense. Mm -hmm. Because think of it like this: Terminator uh, Judgment Day had Stallone instead of instead of Arnold. And I remember when Arnold goes into the blockbuster, he goes, "Really, this guy." And everything that's not now it's not Mexican, but yeah, <laughs> but and then you know, um, then also too, I also like how they made fun of like ET with it because of the bike on the roof where uh the kid is actually going on a rooftop with the bicycle when mm -hmm. he thinks that he's flying and he's not, and then he's actually have to convince Arnold that he's um actually an action character and everything, and this is not real mm -hmm. and everything. And I like I like this movie for what it is. I also like the soundtrack for it, the hard rock with it, with the ACDC mm -hmm. soundtrack and everything. I thought it worked very well. And then of course you have Aerosmith doing Dream On. I mm -hmm. thought it was good for for what it was and for yeah. the time for a little nineties flavor. Um, I still revisit it from time to time mm -hmm. if there's nothing on TV. Yeah, I mean it's been a long time since I've seen this one, so maybe it would change. I don't remember the last time I watched it. I know of it. I remember watching it. I just don't remember aspects of it. I think they they try to combine too many genres in it because they, they the whole like the whole like serious element of him trying to catch the serial killer that's killed his kid or whatever some sort of movie that it's in. It's just 
I think they tried to they dabbled in a little bit of too many different genre mixing, and I think that's where it was kind of like all over the place, like comedy action. Like it can work, but I I think they I don't know. I think they just tried too much to do too much in one movie. To be honest. Okay. All right. Um, so what do you have for your last one? Well, um, I'm gonna just run through a bunch of them that I liked. Um, Running Man. I thought this was an entertaining '80s movie. Um, it's got great one-liner stuff like that. Um, End of Days is an interesting movie. Um, it's a it's a kind of a horror movie with some action in it. Um, Sixth Day. It's a great Arnold sci-fi movie dealing with cloning and stuff, which is a pretty cool one. Collateral Damage. That's a tough one because that movie had it has a lot of history with it, and I've only seen it once, and I don't think I need to see that again. Um, do you want to give a brief mention to the rundown because he showed up briefly in the movie The Rundown with the Dwayne Johnson? He he was the bar. He was he's the guy that came out of the bar and goes have fun, kind of a passing the torch a little bit from Arnold to the Dwayne Johnson, which I thought was a little nod. Um, the Last Stand is a good one with him in Knoxville. Um, that's essentially, he's the sheriff. This is his first movie they did after coming out from, uh, after being governor of California. Um, it's a great act. It has some great action yeah. liners. Like it's a entertaining one. Um, sabotage is another decent one that I watched not too long ago with him in it. It's not your typical Arnold one. It's, it's got a pretty big cast in it. It's definitely got a lot of criticisms and I can agree because the trailers do not tell you what the, it, are not indicative of what the actual movie is. It's more of a whodunit kind of thing because somebody's killing a member of his team. Um, but it's got a great ending with Arnold taking out guys in a bar, like classic. So that was like that, that one shout out. But I think the big one I wanted to give a shout out. It's a comedy that came out in 2017. Um, and I'll time on this one. It's called Killing Gunther. So Killing Gunther is a mockumentary. And Gunther is like the baddest like assassin out there, um, and he, he's like Gunther, and he's hysterical. So Taron Killen's in it. He's got Bobby Moynihan's in this. He's got a lot of other people in it. So essentially, like Taron Killen is like, you know what? I'm a top assassin here. I'm gonna kill Gunther, and it's a mock, a funny mockumentary documentary kind of thing. And he's trying to get Taron Killen's trying to get this team together. And you got Bobby Moynihan plays the dynamite guy. You got one guy that loves to that deals a lot with venom. Um, you got a uh, bomb expert. You got like, anyway, so you try to put this team together to take out Arnold Schwarzenegger. This movie is hysterical because of how absurd this team is. It's like one of the sequences that or uh, Arnold's like, um, cause can't go into much of it. Cause it kind of reveals that. So Gunther is like, I'm Gunther. And he goes like, and he's like, he's making fun of like himself and it. And he's like, it's like, really? You're going to try to kill me. And like, and like, he's like, really? I'm offended by this. He's like, Oh, those dicks. And he goes, did that guy try to throw poison at me? Like, he, like, he's like from a far distance, he snipes this one guy and everybody thinks they're all going crazy and goes, Oh, Oh, that's my mentor. And, and then Taryn goes, Oh, this is my mentor. He's great. Then he, then he faints and he's in hospital and he gets out again. He's like, Oh, is that my mentor? He's in some really bad shape. Like, and it's just like, it's a hilarious monkey. Man. I don't know where you can find it, but it's called killing Gunther. I haven't this, seen that one. It, this is absolutely hysterical. I watched it like last year. 
I, I cried. I couldn't stop laughing because of how funny this is. It's like the guy's from poison. So he's got the small vase and he's chucking it. And, he, and that's how he kills people is with poison. And then he's like, I was like, oh, there's dicks. They killed, they killed my brother. I'm like, oh, and he's like, hi, yeah, I, I, I want to call the cops. I, I want to report somebody. And he's just like, it's this. And he's like, he's like, he, he has the guy kind of like, I'm here, do it, coming out, do it, do it. He's like, do it. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly like he's quoting it. Like, while he's like, while he's slamming a uh, refrigerator door on a guy's head, come on, I'm right here, do it, kill me now. He's slamming, he's slamming a door on a guy's head. Oh my god, I mean, I have to see this movie, I, I really do. I mean, it's, um, it's, it's 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 got funny action elements in it, but it's a mockumentary of them trying to, um, uh, like trying to kill this uh, top assassin. And the top assassin is Schwarzenegger. It's me. It's Gunther. Hello. Like I, I'm on a climb a banjo or just something along those lines. It's it's just, it came out that came out like four years ago. But this movie is I think it was direct to video. But it's like it's it got um. Let me let me pull up the cast for this. Okay. This this is like a, a, a an all star like a, well, not all star but it's like a lot of SNL alumni like Bobby Moynihan, Taron okay. Killam, Taron Killam's um, wife it was in this. Well, um, while you do that, I'm going to yeah. point this out real quick. Uh, Curtis from Listen, Listen, Listen podcast mm -hmm. says just here to say a quick hello and leave a like. And also, I'll be back for your next <laughs> live stream. <laughs> All um, right. Yeah. So mainly it's Taron Killam, Schwarzenegger, Bobby Moynihan, um, Kobe Smulders, um, Allison Tolman. So it's like. It's not not many known people besides Schwarzenegger and Taron Cohen, but this is this is just, it's like an action a mockumentary action comedy, and it's just it is just funny to see and his plans like you know what I'm gonna do I'm gonna kill Gunther because I can I'm the best and and it's just seeing their plan and it's just how how it unfolds it's it it, it makes you laugh and it's just it's just hysterical like I was watching I cried I was laughing so hard. <laughs> I can see it though. I can see it. I'm gonna kill Gunther because I'm the best and I will kill him. Pretty much. And like, he's like, right. Yeah. I get to see it. I, I get to see yeah. Arnold. Um, this is also what Curtis says from Listen, Listen, Listen podcast. Also, Jingle All the Way is his favorite uh, Arnold movie or one of the Terminators. Don't ask which one. I haven't seen any, but I know they're good. <laughs> now, now, see you next time. Curtis is actually one of those people that you need to actually listen to his podcast to actually get his humor when mm -hmm. he knows that. That's how I was able to laugh at that line because mm -hmm. of the fact of the humor that he actually brings to his podcast. So mm -hmm. if you haven't listened, you need to listen, listen, listen to his podcast. Or if you don't listen, just go ahead and listen to our podcast and he'll show up from time to time to make you listen to him. So either way it goes, someone will actually listen to it, to his podcast. <laughs> So, um, anyways, that's a whole lot of listens into one listen podcast. Um, so you mentioned End of Days. I like the End of Days movie, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. It has a horror fantasy type of feel to it. It's basically where the devil is actually basically going to other people's bodies, trying to find a host. Arnold Schwarzenegger also is trying to get over... I think his wife or someone had cancer. Someone have di has died in his life and he's yeah. trying to get over that death and everything and over that guilt and shame. And then you have this happening mm -hmm. and it's a very good movie. The soundtrack is really good. Uh, yeah. You have Everlast on this album. You have Eminem. You mm -hmm. have different um, people of the, of the um, late nineties on the mm -hmm. soundtrack. 
So yeah, End of Days soundtrack is great. The movie End of Days is good. The person who played the devil was really good and threatening, to be honest. I think with it was you. Peter. Uh, somebody. Uh, I think something Gabriel. Um, Peter I think Gabriel, that, I think, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Yeah, I think it was that. And then another one I forgot to mention that starts the lone and Schwarzenegger was Escape Plan. That was really the, yep. that was entertaining. Um, sequel sucked. Yeah, it was uh, Gabriel Bra- Byrne. Gabriel Byrne was the guy's name. Okay. Um, yeah, it was the guy that played the devil in um, End of Days. Okay. Yeah. Um, but Escape Plan's a decent one of Arnold and uh, Stallone teaming up and the two of them like, riffing on each other. Um, and it has the iconic... Arnold taking on a turret, uh, a turret gun from the that night, and then uh, Jim Caviezel played a really good villain in that one, as the warden or the the, the owner of the uh, the prison or whatever that are uh, Stallone and Arnold are in. Uh, he was a pretty convincing villain, so that was that was pretty good. But uh, but yeah, Helen Gunther, absolutely, we got to review that. That's a great yes, movie. I want to see that now that you talked about it. I we have to review that one. Mm-hmm. Um. But no, I'm just going to mention Jingle All the Way. That's mine too, Curtis. That's actually one of my favorite films. Sinbad's in that movie. Phil Hartman's in this movie. It's about this kid who wants a uh, power man. Uh, What's the name of that doll? Turbo Man doll. Turbo Man. Because my mom actually bought me a Turbo Man doll for Christmas. Mm. I didn't ask for one. It was just under my tree. Nestle safety under my tree. No Arnold involved. No one tried to burn down my house for one. But... (laughs) I, I love this movie because of the fact it's just a silly movie. You can turn your brain off for about an hour and just laugh at silly one-liners of Arnold. Like, put the cookie down. Who told you to quit? touch my cookie? And then um, Phil Hartman is actually the neighbor who is supposed to be the nicest neighbor that you ever seen, but he's really trying to hit on every single, single mom that's in that neighborhood and everything, too. Then Sinbad is just there as a male uh, person who's trying to get a Turbo Man doll then, of course, you have counterfeit Turbo Man dolls and stuff like that, too, that's in this movie. This movie is, to me, hysterical. Not only that, but there's even an end credit scene at the end of this movie. And the end credit scene is basically, after all this is done, after he gets on the float, after the kid winds up giving the Turbo Man doll to Sinbad for his son, um, as the credits go up, the wife goes, Hey, hon, that was really nice what you did for our son. But what about my present? And he's like, and he just freezes. And then the screen cuts to black. But this movie is one of my favorite films. And again, I like some Christmas films if they're done right and everything. So, yeah, Jingle All the Way is definitely one of my uh, favorite Arnold's, Arnold films. As a matter of fact, I actually reviewed that with Tamika and everything last year and everything. So go ahead, check that out on our podcast and also on, on our video one as well. So is there anything else that you wanted to mention as far as Arnold goes? No, I think I mentioned all the, the ones I want to talk about. There's other ones that you did. I don't really, you know, I don't really need to talk about, but, no. um, but I think I, I mentioned all the ones I wanted to, I mean, there's, there, he's, he's done a lot of good ones. Same, same here as well. Um, I'm not going to mention Junior with Danny DeVito with him teaming up and he was pregnant. I'm not going to mention that. Um, that movie because it was okay it wasn't had its moments of being funny but it wasn't that great but anyways guys that's gonna do it for our show for tonight but come come tomorrow night because i have the schmodown uh a schmodown competitor coming in i have Paige, the boston badass she's coming back in we're gonna be reviewing the 2009 remake of the horror slasher movie 
Friday the 13th. We're going to be doing that at 8 o'clock Central Time, 9 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Pacific Time. Then A-Town Reviews and I are going to be doing They Live. Um, are you going to be on that one for, for us, Charlie? Or I'm not sure. Okay. So put a possible maybe for Charlie, but A-Town and I will actually be there on, on Monday to review They Live, which is the John Carpenter movie. That's going to be at 8 o'clock Central Time, 9 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Pacific Time for that one. Of course, guys, go on ahead and here's the thing. I want you guys to click the link below. And if you guys can, donate a couple of dollars to St. Jude's uh, Children's uh, Cancer. As a matter of fact, uh, Two Blur Girls Podcast and I teamed up. We're doing we're selling Scentsies. All the proceeds go over to St. Jude's and everything for kids who have cancer and things like that. So go on ahead and do that. Another thing, too, is if you guys want an audio-only podcast episode, you guys can get that wherever you guys get your podcast from. Also, too, rate us on Good Pods, and that's where you guys can go on ahead, rate us, tell us what you think about our show, give us a five-star review. That actually helps. Do not do four. Okay, I'll take four, but seriously, give us five. Uh, but <laughs> comment, tell us what you think about our show. Also, too, uh, go on ahead and head over to um, – Movie Lovers Unit on Twitter underneath the same name and everything too as well. So another thing too is you guys can go on Instagram to follow us over there underneath the same brand name on Instagram and Facebook and Pinterest underneath the same name of Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite over there. We we don't have a domain anymore as far as MovieLoversUnite.com or anything like that. So with that being said, you might have to look us up through Wix on that way. For right now but i'm hoping to get the domain back up and running again soon so that's everywhere that you can follow us uh, follow us at and everything i do appreciate you charlie for being on tonight and everything and talk and us just talking about the arnold movies and his filmography i had a blast doing it we are definitely going to review some arnie arnie movies now so all right so with that being said guys don't forget to like don't forget to subscribe always until next time guys bye bye